the fanboy planet podcast and here's your host derek mccall thank you good evening everyone this is derek mccall editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com gathering my usual stalwart crew and our semi-pseudo guest commentator but first across from me normally not across yeah, he is normally across mr lon lopez of moreonlife.com yes let's hear it for me Yay. Yay. Word. Yes, and our uh, pseudo-guest commentator, becoming a semi-regular, Mr. Chris Garcia of, well, FanboyPlanet.com and The Drink Tank. That's right. Hugo-nominated Drink Tank. Thank you. Hugo-nominated Drink Tank. Two-time loser, thanks. Two-time loser. (laughs) Do we get to say that? Two-time Hugo loser. That's twice more than you've lost, mister. You know, it's just nice to be nominated, okay? And I got more nominations than anyone else for Best Uh Fan Writer. Huh? Okay. Just I'm working on it for next year. If I write for the drink tank, can I be nominated too? Why, sure you can, Derek. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's Chris Garcia. And, of course, now to my left, normally to my right, but now he's to my, my left. Sorry, Moral I was compass, looking at dials. Moral compass, sound engineer, all-around peach of a guy. Rick Brett Snyder on the job. Woo. Job, I'm job. Master chief. Job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Job. All right, so uh, we're going to talk uh, sort of some comics, uh, perhaps some major crossover, major events that we found a little bit disappointing, a little spoiling, and yet uh, there's at least one comic book tie-in toy that we're very excited about here. We've got Mr. Chris Garcia here today tonight, so we're going to talk a bit about wrestling. That's for Andrew Preston out there on the East Coast. That's when, like, two guys, like, hug really hard, right? Mm-hmm, okay. until one of them just kind of, you know, rolls over and falls asleep. Good. The other one gets a sandwich. Then uh, we're going to uh, talk about movies, because they there's some interesting Justice League rumors. Let's give that credit where credit's due. That it's Those rumored. are more fun than facts. Oh, they are so much more. And tragedy on the set of a major comic book film. Perhaps an overblown tragedy. We'll be talking about that towards television. And then we're going to get a preview of an event coming up on October 5th through 7th here in San Jose at the Doubletree Hotel. The Doubletree Hotel. I can't fight the urge. Way. I keep wanting to say Red Lion Inn, but it's the Doubletree Hotel. We'll get back to that a little later. But first, let us talk about comics. Long, that's what we're here for, baby. That's what we're here for. We're in a comic book shop. Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 105, Santa Clara, California. The only place I buy my comics. Home of the big red carpet. Yes. I like it. I, I like it. And it still smells fresh. I love a nice fresh carpet smell. I, I, I left the fan on, I swear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please don't befoul it. Okay. All right. So let's talk about something that, uh, as behind lawn, there's all these special issues of it, and you're finding a little disappointing. Uh, perhaps, World War Hulk, a series that started off with great excitement, great fascination, and then... 
Okay. Oh, what? Oh. Well, you know, we're it, it, issue four just came out, I believe, last week, right? Was that yeah, in it, last it week's time? I read it uh, last night. Okay. So uh, issue four came out, and we're still kind of – and then you've got World War Hulk Frontline, and you've got World War Hulk Crossover, and other I've got books. World War Hulk Fatigue. Okay. Uh, and what's the other – what's that? Gamma Core? Gamma Core. In which the last issue of Gamma Core ended with uh, a character – Twisting the Hulk's head off, was that, uh, or breaking his neck? And so uh, it's like, well, you know that that really can't be the surprise ending because it's in the book that nobody's buying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it is kind of feeling like, wow, they've really stretched this out. I've had, uh, had a reader write in or a listener write in, Rob Cordaway. Uh, there's a shout out to Rob Cordaway who wrote in and complained about this, feeling he was looking to me to defend World War Hulk and, and didn't feel fatiguing. And I, and I realized the whole event is supposed to take place over the span of one day. And yet here we are in essentially five months. And Wait, it does seriously? feel exhausting. Why, why is it only supposed to take place in one day? He gave them 24 hours to give him Reed Richards, uh, Doctor Ooh. Strange, sub, uh, not Submariner, Submariner was, Iron was innocent, Man. Iron Man, and Black Bolt. Well, he first beat he up had Black, Black Bolt. Bolt he had Black Bolt, yes. Black Bolt was kind of like the appetizer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yet, though, it looked like he had practically killed Black Bolt. Um, he, you know, he showed up again in this last issue as part of this this coliseum that he had had built. This, these gladiators fighting, where they finally mentioned Silent War and where that's supposed to fit in because somebody complained about a character complained about losing his, her husband in the Silent War of the Inhumans. So. Continuity's a mess, and mm-hmm. this is all sprawled out and drawn out. And then they're going to start that whole scroll thing. So, are we Here's the disappointment. event fatigue? Yes. Here's the disappointment. Give me the disappointment. A lot baby. of the hype, Lay least, it on me, at baby. least for my my understanding and my point of view, was that this might give us a little understanding and justification for the mess that was Civil War. You know, it was kind of like, oh, okay, well, you know, at least World War Hulk might have some kind of nice tie-ups and might fill in some gaps or loose ends that you know we left over from Civil War, and it might actually have something to say instead of just Hulk mad, Hulk going to beat up some heroes, and just another excuse to draw panel after panel of you know Hulk fighting Iron Man for 22 pages. You know what I mean? And in the first issue, that was exciting. I mean, there yeah. was nothing – I mean, that uh, Hulk-Black Bolt fight in the first issue was – That was kick-ass. It was kick-ass. And that actually, was, okay. I, I want to take point by point on this a little bit because there have been some great moments in this series. The whole Hulk and uh, Cho, Adam, Adam, Amadeus, Amadeus Cho. Cho issue, that was fabulous. Mastermind Excello. Yeah. That Which was, one? I mean, the one where uh, he's saying Hulk's, Hulk doesn't kill. He keeps going on and on. Yeah, about really Hulk. interesting insight. Yeah. And so let's so say, no matter what happens on this, Greg Pack, we still love you. Um, that Because it was an interesting point, insight Greg. that they've been drawing. I don't know if you caught that. You know, it, no, I did read that one, but I also think that Amadeus Cho is too convenient a character to tell this story because he basically, yes, he makes that point about Hope doesn't kill, but he's also, he's the one character that's moving the plot line along so conveniently through his magical powers of computation. And but he, he hasn't actually, things. he hasn't been successful in manipulating Hulk yet. Uh, whether or not he does in the end, I don't know, but... The other, the other thing that I really liked about it was Hulk has actually been fairly lucid, very erudite in being able to discuss his motivations and what mm-hmm. he's doing. It's not been a Hulk smash story. It's been Hulk 
getting revenge and doing it in a somewhat sophisticated way. Well, that's I'm going to make he, my enemies fight to the death. Well, after he fought all the heroes in that in the second issue, and then after he fought the renegades and everything else. So I mean, I mean, there's been a lot of Hulk smashing. So I, well, I he's been I mean, smashing, but he's he hasn't. It hasn't been the like the. It's well, I mean, been the, angry Hulk, not crazy. Well, what Hulk. about the last one with uh, Doctor Strange? Wasn't that just a whole issue of them fighting? Yeah, and Doctor Strange was one we didn't think was going to be able to fight him like that. Mm-hmm. That was actually fairly inventive to put to put Strange up to the Hulk level and really channeling a demon that apparently, and I'm not a huge Doctor Strange fan, so I'm not going to Zorlack this, but apparently in the '70s he had done that, channeled that demon once before, so it was like a minor continuity thing the, and a callback. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not. Smash. I'll agree with you on it's a little thin with Frontline and Gamma Core. I haven't if, even been reading those. I'm just paying t- attention to the Hulk and then World War Hulk. Okay, so then then I'll go ahead. I, I don't. I disagree. The fact that it's over five months for one day's story that's comics, you know. Mm. I just I, think I, though, I on the as the reader though, I'm just it's getting to the point where I'm just kind of like, you know, this this had a lot of promise and now we're at the point where. You know, it's we don't have anything you know really substantial from it. So, and it, and it is exhausting again that the big two, both DC and Marvel, are doing this to us, where we've got you know just crossover event after crossover event. I don't know if any if any of you guys picked up Suicide Squad over at DC, but one of the things that's the first issue of Suicide Squad, which I was kind of excited about because John Ostrander was back. He had created that series in the 80s. It was really a great, great yeah. series, way ahead of its time. Didn't they bring it back like a few years ago, Yeah, too, but he had nothing sucked. to do with it, and it yeah. totally sucked. So here's the actual creator back. And not only did no one explain to him that, say, Captain Boomerang had died back in Identity Crisis because there's the Australian boomer butt, as they used to call him, as part of Suicide Squad. But they have a little asterisk, and this takes place before... Um, the run, the the outer space prison one you were talking about oh, a couple weeks Salvation ago, Salvation run. run. But it takes place before Salvation Run, which we haven't even gotten to yet. So it's like this real mess of continuity, which is then you know crossed over to what's happening in Countdown because you've got Ion back, even though yeah, he's still Parallax and Sinestro Corps, and it's trying to keep How things does that straight. Work? I'm, is I'm, very, it's getting very very difficult. He's in, he's in the search for Ray Palmer. Right. Yes, he's part of the search for Ray Palmer, and which is which also was, happening in its own little miniseries, which is really an excuse for DC to go, look at all the Storm. Earths we have. Wildstorm's in desperate need of a boost of sales, so maybe yeah. if we put, I know, the Red Hood, <laughs> Ion, and, and Donna Troy visit Wildstorm Earth, that'll boost sales on the Authority and the Midnighter. How about, um, say, getting those books out on something close to on time? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did the second issue of The Authority by Grant Morrison ever come out? I didn't see it. Yeah. So I didn't, however. I, that book, I think, failed. Uh, not only in the fact that they didn't have a big enough draw on the characters they shoved in that universe, but the way they touched on each of the universes, I can't imagine anyone being excited about looking into Wetworks or after the three pages they did on that. Or, I mean, it's almost like, yeah. you remember these huh. books? You fight vampires and werewolves? And a glowing green Frankenstein? Yeah. I'm Next. Next. <laughs> And there's the Gen 13 kids going, oh, she was hot. Yeah. yeah. And what? And I'm supposed to care. And then Dark Angel showed up. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. Uh, Thud. Yeah. Dark, Jessica Alba, Dark Angel? No, Dark Angel is a John Byrne creation who's another version of Donna Troy. Oh. 
because John Byrne explained, try not to let your head explode at this, that Donna Troy is like a cursed younger sister of Wonder Woman who has who lives out several lives simultaneously. So there's a Wonder Girl version. There's a Tro- who the one who became Troya, one who suffered the loss of her husband and her child because there was like so many different continuity errors. That's how he explained it. And one is the villainous Dark Angel who is basically in charge of tormenting all the other versions of herself. Anyway, uh, but in the center of the DC universe is another thing that was supposed to spin out into a crossover, and uh, Lon read some of it, if not all of it. But everybody was excited because for months they've been building up to the Green Arrow Black Canary wedding. So we had the DC, they had a, a, a wedding I'll be planner. Back. <laughs> you're going to listen? Okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, Rick has to leave because he hasn't. So are you familiar with this at all, Chris Garcia? I am slightly familiar, yes. Okay, so they built up for four months this idea. And again, I have this problem with, with editing and continuity where in the ish, in Birds of Prey... Isn't Rick going to hear this when he edits it? Yeah, but he's going to read it tonight oh, when he goes home is what he's, uh, what he's saying. Is that uh, they, they build up, they have in the pages of Birds of Prey that... Um, Barbara Gordon tries to talk Black Canary out of the wedding, yet in the wedding special, when she gets the invitation, she goes, way to go, guys. It's about time. I'm like, wow. No one could have pointed that out. I mean, I realize Nobody that they, reads each other's books, I guess. No one does. But you'd think that things that they was, these would all be edited by the same person. You'd think everything with the Black Canary. But anyway, Chris, since Rick has walked away, it's a fun, fun book. Up until the last two pages. It's exactly restoring that fun, that sense of, you know, even with the villains all getting together, Dr. Savannah says, you know, what they say, don't invite Snapper Car because he's an idiot. Next panel, you've got Dr. Savannah. Hey, and, and Deadshot says, did you, uh, not Deadshot, um, Terminator Deathstroke says, did you uh, steal that invitation from Snapper Car? Yeah, he's an idiot. And, <laughs> and and then he oh, says, and then and Deathstroke says, well, are we going to gather and make a hit on this? And, and Savannah says, yeah. And he says, you know, it's not going to work. He says, I know, but but come on. They're, they're, they're letting us get up to bat. Don't you want to at least take a swing? I mean, it's all just fun justification. And it's, uh, Amanda Connors drawing it, it's all very fun. And Superman's like, oh, we're going to get together and celebrate a wedding instead of a death. This is exciting. And he comes across as a real Boy Scout in a way that I didn't even bother that much. And probably, you know, a great iconic Batman moment. He refuses to go to the wedding, but he shows up as the villains invade. And so he thought you weren't coming. He goes, found to the wedding. I came for the fight. And it's like, this, you know, it's awesome. And we're having so much fun. And it's the way comics used to be and the way we remember as kids. And then the last two pages on their wedding night, Green Arrow is possessed by something. And Black Canary... By the way, a martial arts master, able to paralyze a man with a thumb, can think of nothing better to do than to take one of his quiver, arrows from his quiver and run it through his neck and kill him. It's harsh. It was either that or getting an annulment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you weren't oh, Catholic. Oh, now, you know, I, I actually did buy, but have yet to read, a Black Canary Wedding Planner. Right, that was two or three weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I flipped through it, and that looked like it did look like a fun little title. Yeah, so they've been building us up with fun, 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 and it ends on this. So you can go, oh, well, that's comics today. Though. So that, but yeah, but that's what's everything to me well, that here, here's is wrong with them. Here's what I read online. I think it was on Newsarama. I think um, the, basically they ended the special with that because it leads into the new ongoing. Or right, but the new though. ongoing is with Connor Hawk as Green Arrow. Right, but the thing is, they're searching for the answer to this. 
question that they brought up. So that's okay, all it is. But of all things, Green Arrow, who they've killed off once before. Twice before, right? Uh, no, just once. Kevin Smith did a fantastic job of, uh, back when Kevin Smith could be counted on to write comics at least 12 issues within two years. And, you know, he, he came up with a decent explanation. We were all okay with his revival. Well, anyways, he's been killed. He's been killed. Yeah. So, well, you know, it just felt like, wow, this is really, really cheap. I don't understand why... Why they're doing that? How can people claim, you know, I don't know. See, I, just, I don't know if I thought of it as cheap. I thought of it was more of a, what the hell? And then kind of made me go, if I knew there was an ongoing coming, I'd definitely pick it up to figure out okay, what was going on. But again, on. okay, so I guess there's my problem. that That's a book that, again, I know. Who's going to stumble into a store and pick that up? But maybe someone will. And it looks so fun. And maybe someone's going to hand it to their kids. And then you get to the last page, and that's a fairly graphic piercing of the neck with the arrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, and just the violence between the two of them is pretty graphic. I mean, he's chasing her around with a knife and stuff. So I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not it's not real kid friendly at the end. So. At the end, but but Amanda Connor's style is so accessible. It's like oh, it's kind of cartoony. Right, oh, it's right. like this, you know. And it just felt like a almost a bait and switch. But you're right though too. Like yeah, the 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 martial arts master couldn't you know just do a couple kicks and run out the room. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, you know, I mean, um, she's beating Lady Shiva for gosh sakes. Right, right. You know, so, but she can't beat all over Queen, hypnotized, jerky, Probably robotic, drunk on his wedding night. Yeah, too. yeah so absolutely. Yeah, and, and no, I think they made some point of about him staying sober, but but you know, I mean, so that's the this is the problem is like, can we even? I know we're heading towards the final crisis, and I know people are supposed to die and all that, but can we have? Fun in the meantime, and Are let it stay say, consistently fun. Can't we all just get along? Is that what you're That's going for? That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Okay, well, I, all I have to say is that now that you've ruined it for me, thanks. But no, oh, you're absolutely welcome. Oh, yeah. But uh, I've done that for many people. I know. You'll do that to me. I, I know it. Yeah. Uh, crying game. She's a dude. But uh, the, the thing is, that to me is just, that's what comics have become. That is probably one of the reasons why I only buy miniseries nowadays. I mean, well, it, you would, that would be something you'd find in a miniseries. I mean, that's not, not as, it depends. I, I mean, like know, so far, storytelling, and we have to, you know, sometimes you gotta go with a writer's, you know, if he's trying to pull you in one direction, if you want to follow it, go with it. If you so don't, stop buying this? the book. Who do we blame for that trend? Who started it all? After all, Shakespeare. It was, it was you and me, wasn't it? Yes. Did Romeo and Juliet end <laughs> happy? <laughs> Did Macbeth? I'm, I'm grabbing your hand. And we're driving over the cliff, Derek. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we're gonna, we're Rick. done talking about Green Arrow and Black Canary wedding special. Promise. We promise. Promise. Black Canary's a dude. Okay. <laughs> you beat me to it. You totally beat I me know, to it. I know. I sensed it. I was even looking at you. I'm like, I can feel him vibrating. He's ready to go with that. I have to remember to read the book before I edit the podcast. I know. Yes. Of course, if you've gotten this far and listened to this cue saying, I've got to remember to read the book before I edit the podcast, it's I'm, too late. I'm a dead man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about a, a spoiler that came up because uh, I think it is, it's almost a flip side to something that you have been complaining about, Lon Lopez. I complain about a lot of stuff. Tell I know me. you do. I know. It's like I can't even keep track of it all. But uh, apparently if you are a reader of the Comics Buyer's Guide, what's going to happen in one more day has been spoiled. So, Left out of the shall we say this? Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to hear this, skip to uh, 2230 on the iPod dial. All right. If you want, if no. you want to go into the mansion, turn to page six. Right. Oh, choose your own. Okay. Now we. Me so if I had read the buyer's guide already, 
you I know. know this. So, yes. so officially, that's it's, the Comic Buyer's Guide CBG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So officially, then we're not spoiling thing. it. They've already spoiled that's it. We're right. reporting it. We knew that Spider-Man, Peter Parker, was going to approach wait, Doctor wait. Strange. Let's let's stop for a second. Okay. Me and Rick and Chris do not know this, correct? You're the only one that knows Right, this. I think I may be the only one so who knows So you're going to spoil us live on the air right now. With your kind or permission. Or we can all leave right. the microphones and go around the other side of this. <laughs> okay, yeah, or we can just, or we can just leave it. Mic himself? We can just leave it hanging right here and just no, go. Because I, want to I be, know something you don't know. Because I want to be spoiled because I don't want to buy this crappy book. All right. When's the book coming out? Uh, in a couple of weeks, the okay. second chapter's coming out. If and I then... drink heavily, I'll forget. Oh, okay, no, I mean, I, seriously, I don't want to spoil it no, for you guys. No, give it to me, yeah, okay. I want it. All right, so he's approaching Doctor Strange, because he's trying to find, in the first chapter, he uh, shames Tony Stark into paying for medical care for Aunt May. Was it Tony or Jarvis? Or Jar- was it through Jarvis? He's he's through shown, Jarvis. shames Tony and Jarvis pays. Okay. Yeah, because you think Jarvis is independently wealthy? Oh, no. Well, he's been working oh, for him I, for a I, long time. I wouldn't time. be surprised if Jarvis had a little money set aside. Sort of an insurance policy. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. Maybe. I mean, he was beaten half to death by Mr. Hyde once. Yeah. yeah. So, and he's in love with May. But with May. Uh, totally in love with May. I always thought he was gay. In a coma to make, uh, to make May's last days comfortable. Peter Parker was approaching Doctor Strange. That We knew he was going to search for some sort of supernatural system. So we're spoiling issue two? This is, a, this is the end of issue one. He says he's going to head right, for Doctor right, Strange right. because... Right. Medical science cannot save her. Right. So he's going to turn to magic. Right. Which has been a hallmark of J. Michael Straczynski's run. Early on, he sort of redefined the origin of Spider-Man, so you Which could interpret it as magic, as magical or not. And in this, basically, it's going to come down to a choice: that Doctor Strange can save May, but the consequence, the price that must be paid, is that the world will forget. Not only who Spider-Man is, but he has to give up his marriage, and Mary Jane will forget that she was ever married to him. And the world will forget that Peter Wait, Parker and that, Mary Jane... How does that work magically? Like, that seems like too convenient for the Spider-Man story, but well, not if like not, if I'm not mistaken, the rules the same, of magic. The same thing got used once when they needed to make the world forget that... Captain America's identity. Didn't something like that happen? Or Well, here's the ripoff, is that actually Mark Wade and Grant Morrison proposed this in 1999 to D.C. when D.C. Com- uh, editors thought that the Clark Kent-Lois Lane relationship marriage was, was just two. a dead end. That Grant Morrison and Mark Wade had plan- plotted out this entire year of Superman facing an archenemy who basically was so great that in order to, they had to basically do the turn the world back. And that there would be magical interference, and that so he would be left with a tragic note of remembering that Lois Lane once knew who he was and loved him, and he would continue going on being Superman, but the world had forgotten anything Lois Lane had forgotten, and was just kind of resetting their relationship. And so that's what they're, what it, according to the Comics Buyer's Guide, is what they're going to do with Spider-Man. So that way, Mary Jane lives. But this is a four-issue miniseries, right? Well, they've suspended publication of all the other titles, okay. of all the other Spider-Man titles, until, until they get through finished. this, until this is finished. But it's four issues. Yes, it's four and issues. One's out now. We're basically spoiling issue two now. Mm-hmm. So or we don't two. know what decision he makes. That's true. And yet that solution does apparently, I mean, there you go. Mary Jane would live. They wouldn't really get a divorce because fans don't want a divorce. Right. But she'd just forget that she ever knew. You know, that's... I think that's actually smarter than I was giving them credit for handling the situation if they really wanted to get rid of the relationship. Plus, 
you could eventually do the story. Brings that wild black cat back into the picture. But you could eventually do the story where, oh, I have this vague recollection of a time from before. And you could tell the story of the unraveling of this. When Quesada and Straczynski leave Marvel and somebody else goes, you know, it's like Spider-Man Reborn. It was like, (laughs) what? You look a little too excited about that. I, you know, it's I it's just, it's weird I, when your eyes get all glassy like that. It's uh, I know that like put comics, on a hockey mask and I'm afraid the chainsaw is going to come out. Okay, I know that comics are like soap operas and you can pretty much write whatever you need to to fit the you know the story or whatever. But just doesn't that sound like weak magic? If you know you're the Sorcerer Supreme and you can only cr- come up with those two choices on this poor all guy. All magic has a price. I'm just yeah. saying it's like. It, I mean, it doesn't have the dramatic consequence of, like, Jarvis forgets he was ever in love with May. No, no, but, I mean, it's one of those where it's like, I can understand if it's like, well, yeah, one life, you'd have to sacrifice another life. Okay, maybe that the, makes a little the, more sense. But you know what? The other thing about that? No <laughs> more mutants. No more mutants. <sighs> Which is going to be undone because Beast is going towards that, uh, towards find the Scarlet Witch. But um, the other thing is it basically it restores Peter Parker's secret identity and what does it say about Civil War? Yeah, we screwed up royally for the sake of good sales for one month. I hope you got that. Uh, was that loud that, enough? That was loud enough. Yeah. That's comics. I know, it's the Clone Saga all over again. It's the Civil War, the Clone Saga of 2006, Of our generation. Yeah. yeah, but across a whole bunch more books. Yeah. Dang it. So well, that, that's that's my issue. What's and the it, fan okay. reaction? If you're out there listening, send in yeah. editor at fanboyplanet.com. That's editor at fanboyplanet.com, which may, me uh, also should mention that we have, well, I've got two winners on the seeing red thing. I need a third. So, woohoo! Right okay. now that I've now that I've stunned uh, Rick and Lon, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt Chris Garcia where he lives. Captain Carrot, our favorite zoo crew. and his amazing zoo crew. One of uh, Chris and I have bonded years. For many years, over our love of that fabled funny animal super team, mm-hmm. they're coming back in a miniseries, I believe, called the Ark of Doom, or it might be the final arc. I'm not sure, but it's an ARK, and uh, it's a dark, grim and gritty. Chris Garcia missed the appearance that uh, Captain Carrot and the Zoo crew made in Teen Titans, where it turned out that they were trying to solve the murder of Little Cheese. Oh God! <laughs> he had been killed, and it turned out that Ali Cat Abra had killed him <gasps> because. Don't you get it? I'm a cat. We hate mice. We hate mice. Totally um, running counter to every appearance that had ever been made, you know, of, yeah. of these funny animals. And so basically this is picking up from the Teen Titans uh, appearance. And uh, it's going to be a dark, grim and gritty, funny animal comic. I mean, we might as well just send Archie to prison. I would totally like I would to see read a, that. Archie I'd read an Archie prison? Oz crossover. Uh, in a heartbeat. I still love the Archie <laughs> Punisher crossover. That worked really well. Yeah. Archie and Oz. Oh, Archie, my oh, Lord. It'd be great. But no, I'm, I have to say this. Uh, Captain Carrie was the first comic that I ever collected purposely that I loved. I read every issue. <laughs> I have to say, you know, I, I'm a little bit interested. I mean, it's got to be better than the, what was it, Adventures in Wonderland thing they did with Captain Carrie. The Oz Wonderland Oz, War. Yeah, Oz Wonderland. That was meh. I mean, I went back and I read them about two years ago, read all the issues, and it was really funny. Uh, when they were riffing on the uh, Crisis on Earth Sea stuff, mm-hmm. that was great with just a lot of animals. Just a lot of animals. <laughs> Captain Carrot fell in love with Wonder Wabbit. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, that stuff was great. 
Uh, I didn't think of the other one. I'm I'm interested. I want to see it. When's this come out? But more importantly, I want a regular series. I think that's in November. I think it's coming out in November. Sometime near Salvation Run. Isn't that like a uh, housing development up in like the hills somewhere? <laughs> Salvation Run. Yes, if you think that Chris is being uh, insensitive, editor at fanboyplanet.com. <laughs> it's a sequel to the Rogers Lasney book. Oh. <laughs> With a damnation wow. alley? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which is also a housing development up in the hills. <laughs> <laughs> Let us move on. Uh, and here's an exciting... Uh, I've never ever purchased a Mini Mate, but have you noticed, Rick, in house ads, what what Mini Mate we never thought we'd see uh, is coming? The one we were talking over there. What? No, no, no. They have it? No, not the no, not Dawn and Death. Okay. Ambush Bug gets a Mini Mate. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. Ambush Bug and Lobo. Now, wait a minute. In a two How are they going to do Ambush Bug and a Mini Mate? Because he's got the antennae. And the antennae are there. Are they? They're floating off the top. Because <laughs> so, the Minimates are all blockhead kind of things I know. with the, whatever it is painted it's on. Awesome. Okay. I'm excited. Some I'm assembly gonna, required, no doubt. Uh, perhaps. Oh, yes. We, I tried to buy, uh, had a Lego Batman incident this weekend <laughs> offline. Oh, I uh, hate it when that happens. Well, uh, no, I couldn't convince my son that it's not Bat Batman Bill, it's Batmobile. And... Uh, <laughs> so, what well, if that's a character that, uh... I'd like to live in a world where the worst thing that happens is that Two-Face runs up to Batman and yells, You're a poopy head! Which is what was happening in our house this weekend. That's so, cool. You know, that's that, nice. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, the... quick interjection. Did you notice... Show excitement. And I'm sure More you might have, uh, Wes? I know you, you probably might have saw these. Did you notice that DC is doing the kitty versions of their Marvel, or their, their characters? Like, Marvel did with their Playtime Spider-Man and, uh... Remember how they did like yes, there's the Super Friends line. Yes, yeah, so I was just for your kid. Yes, the Super the Friends line. I'm a big DC I guy. am. Uh, I am Luke. Don't listen. I'm hoping that for Christmas I will get him the My First Batmobile, which is actually what it's called, <gasps> My, My First, First Batmobile, because the Lego Batmobile did not survive <laughs> the three-year-old, uh, but but a My First one just might. Yes, mm. but the, the, the line looks. There's really an Aquaman. Cool. There's, there's an Aquaman, Aquaman, a Flash, a John Stewart. Yeah. yeah. From the Daily Show. Yeah. You uh, uh, beat me to there's it. There's a Batman who's right. smiling, which is really cool. Well, it's like the, it's like the Smiling Batman. Hulk in the, yeah, in the, in the uh, Marvel one. Smiling Hulk is my favorite, though. <laughs> it's it's when Ramon like, yeah. has, uh, has the Superhero Squadron Silver Surfer, who is smiling and mm. got big round eyes like he's just thrilled to be here. I just want to get the Superman one and the Batman one and have Superman go, Hey, weren't your parents murdered? <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> you insensitive clod. Yeah. Didn't your parents blow up? Right. Uh, <laughs> We're happy. You don't actually remember the caress of your mother's hand on your cheek? And there's a Lex Luthor. He's uh, smiling, too. Yeah, there's a, they like they purposely put a villain into the Super Friends line so you could just be like, hey, so we're all friends. So you can play friends. Smallville. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Again, again, that's what Marvel did. That you can get the Doc Ock that's all friendly and true, you know, squirts true. water on Spider-Man. Just a little, they get into water fights. It gets hot. Mm. It does. <laughs> so yeah, they can call each other poopy heads. So there you mm-hmm. go. I'm all for it. All right. But speaking of no, we're not really speaking of it. But we'll transition to movies because uh, it gets hot here indeed as we go to this rumor about who they're going to cast, who Warner Brothers wants to cast in the yeah. Justice League of America movie. It's who they've approached? Or, they've correct. approached. Uh, well, according to, according to Entertainment Weekly, yes, they've approached. They're it, not quite stalking yet, but she is not yet committed. Are you ready? Okay. I don't know if this is one we'd considered when we were for trying which character? To come up with, for what Wonder character? Woman. For Wonder Woman. 
And uh, so are you ready? Are you sitting down? You are sitting down. You ready for this? <laughs> Jessica Beale. Good, but not great. I think she's great. I'm perfect for it. Why? Yes. Why I might ask? Yes, Lon, I might ask. Why? Because Jesse Beale is kind of a... Jesse now? You know her? That's what all the industry folks call her. It's kind of like, you don't call her Jennifer Love, you call her Love, if you know her. Hey, Love, what's up? I'll I'll call you I've heard that, yes, actually. Anyway, so Jesse Beale, her acting's kind of wooden anyway, and so you need that kind of stiff, I am an Amazonian goddess kind of like... Alien-esque kind of, uh, what's the word? Uh, alienation uh, Flash Gordon, from everybody. Flash Gordon, Gordon acting? Yeah. Flash Gordon level acting? No, no, no yeah, but you know yeah. what I mean? Like, On the sci-fi network? Yeah, I, I just figure if it. you play Wonder Woman as, as you know, who she is, is a Greek god. Made know, out of clay. From an island of women. So she's going to have a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, you know, like alienation Rack. from everybody else. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about that scene that I now pronounce Chuck and Larry. I mean, it's totally gratuitous, oh, yeah. but I think that was the audition tape. Well, approved it. Thing, if you haven't watched that, Rick, I think you'll change your mind about the casting yeah. of her okay. in, in Justice League. I think it would be well, we, we, uh, over a year ago, we were doing like the list of women yes. who we'd like to see. I don't remember her from coming up. I don't remember her. Oh. But it wouldn't have occurred to her. She was already in a superhero movie. She was in Blade Trinity. So, you and know, she's athletic, really and she's got the build. And for me, no, not really a good I movie see, either. But. I want to see uh, uh, Diane Ladd's daughter, Jordan Ladd. Jordan Ladd? Uh, Jordan Ladd, though, and I'm sorry if, if you're out there listening, Jordan, or Jordy as her friends call her. Um, Jordan Ladd, I think, honestly, is just a little too old. I haven't seen her in a couple years, honestly. I have seen, I can't remember what movie I just saw her in, uh, but I did see her in a movie recently within the last six months. And, I mean, she's an attractive young woman, but she's not that young anymore. She's in her 30s. Yeah, she's about my age, yeah, 32, I think. Is that how old you are? Yes. Oh, you're talking God. about Jordan Ladd like from like Cabin Fever, that chick? Yes. Yes. Cabin yes. Fever. She's not that it. old, is she? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She was. Well, she was. I don't know if she's right for the part, but no, she, and she's also too tiny. I think she's a she's a petite woman. Is she that small? Yes. She was okay. like Bird Girl in the specials, so she too has already been in a superhero movie. But that that's right. Mean oh man. I, I think Jessica Biel would be good. A. She's got star power. Uh, B. That's she's true. in great shape. Um, she's not the best actress, but I, this isn't going to be an but acting movie. But she fills movie. the seats. I mean, the truth of yeah. the matter is you put yeah. Jessica Biel in a movie, people want to go see it. And you but put do, her in a okay. Wonder Woman costume. But do we have a hot British chick who could do the same thing? No. I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> no. I, yeah. uh, Billy Piper? No, I'm not even no. going to tout that. I'm not even going to try. Uh, but, uh, but I say Piper Parabo as Black Canary. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. But uh, another thing that came up, and this is actual fact, now whether this uh, ties to rumor, is that, as Rick well knows, I get uh, periodically angry about the Siegel-Schuster-Superboy case and why we no longer have Superboy, why we have Superman founding Could the... Could you le- refresh us super- real fast? So. Uh, no. With the Superboy that, issue. Uh, that the, because of certain changes in the copyright law, uh, it's been established, long established that Siegel and Schuster did legally sell Superman to DC Comics for like you know a pittance compared I to what they've got. I believe it was a cow and some magic beans. beans. I, I don't think even they got a cow out of it. I, they got a, a few thousand. Okay, you know, fifty bucks and a steak dinner. Y- yeah, well, isn't that what you pay me usually for work? Yes. Okay. Huh. Anyway, uh, so. Uh, that was that's been determined legitimate that DC owns the copyright of Superman. However, uh, Jerry Siegel came back 
from the war and wrote some Superman stories after the war, you know, for hire, and created Superboy. Now he, his heirs claim that he did not actually sell the rights to Superboy. That was just sort of licensed. Apparently that has some kind of legal standing under the way that the copyright laws have changed over the last 10 years or so. And so the heirs of Jerry Siegel have been in court trying to wrestle some sort of rights, 50% basically of the rights to Superboy so that they could be set up. Though in the 70s after the Superman movie came out, DC was sort of shamed into giving another payment to Siegel and Schuster to make sure that they had retirement fund and were yeah. okay, were taken care of. Their heirs are not. And they're in court fighting for the rights to Superboy. So in the last couple of years, as a consequence of this, we've seen the character Superboy from DC Comics die in the, black shirt boy. in the Infinite Crisis. He is no longer referred to ever as Superboy. He is Connor or con L. Uh, we have seen that uh, Superboy Prime from Crisis and Infinite Earths is now Superman Prime. And that small it's one reason why Smallville, he's never assumed the, the title of Superboy. And the Legion of Superheroes animated series. Which he's Superman. He's Superman. He's yeah. called actually called Young Superman, not Superboy. Tortured ways to not identify it. Apparently, Brian Singer has been subpoenaed to testify at the next round of trials in this. He has to appear before November, I think it was before November 22nd, so I guess before Thanksgiving. He's been told he has to show up in court and testify what the heck he has to say about this legal case. But that's how far in torture has gone because apparently at this next level, superior court level of judging, they're now reversing an earlier decision and saying that the Seagulls may have the rights to Superman as well. In which case, it suddenly throws a whole new light on the reason why Warner Brothers is not all that eager to make a new Superman film, why they're not eager to move Smallville into Superman territory, because right now, anything they do with Superman could potentially mean 50% of it goes away. However, in my mind, why can't you give up 50% if the alternative is, to, get, is to generate 0% income yeah. on a character? That's the way but you also rich people expend think. nothing. So. That's the way rich people think. Accordingly, this is why the Malibu characters will never appear again. Why should Marvel promote um, Prime or, or Nightman or anything like that when they have to share the revenue with Platinum Studios when they could just you know promote Terror Incorporated? T-E-R. Oh, sorry. You are ready for that animated <laughs> series, aren't you? Yes. What a horrible animated series that would make. And yet I'm intrigued. All right. Get me Hollywood on the phone. Uh, so I'm a little bothered by that, but that's so, yeah. so that's a new reason why. So we're likely to see a JLA movie sans Superman, uh, or he's going to get killed off. One thing I've seen on a on a because that would save money. I don't know on an internet on an IMDb. There's been like a spoiler thing that says that that's one of the potential plots is that it's in the aftermath of mentioned. They'd have to show him dying. What are they going to say? Clark uh, Kent. Yeah, Clark Kent's dead. Let's go avenge him. Why are we avenging Clark Kent? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So, I, you know, that's that's a new weird thing. It's like, why can't we just enjoy our characters? Um, the other thing that's exciting is that the Watchmen uh, website went live this week. So we, once again, proof that there is a Watchmen movie. <laughs> anyway, so the Watchmen Woo! site went live. And, Lon, you apparently explored it. Not that there's much to explore. You can't really click on it. It's just a black page with the little smiley face. Is there sound? Because is there any music uh, playing or anything? Not that I could recall. 
But Zack Snyder released a little video, which I haven't had a chance to yeah, watch. Yeah, it's essentially, it's just a blog. It's just an on-set blog. But they're getting ready. They're getting ready. Yeah. And any movement on, on Watchmen this time around is I have the Watchmen copyright 2004 Paramount button from when they were going to do it, you know. I'm excited that they got this far to actually have. Although I think Paramount did that the last time too. I think I registered. Well, actually, for that. Zach was actually on the set when they showed him. So okay, they didn't really show much. The only thing you could really—he was standing right in front of a closed door. Um, but the the paint and the and the door were mm-hmm. very kind of stylish, stylistically reminiscent of the book. So it almost looks like visually they're going to have some cool visuals. And come on, this is a guy who did 300. So I mean. You're going to get a visual movie. Whether or not it's going to be a good story or not, gonna, the visual is going to be awesome. Much, much better than an audio movie. Frankly. I'm going to have to watch 300 before Silicon, aren't I? Probably. Yeah. Uh, which almost brings us to, oh, my gosh, you know what we did? I'm so you sorry. You wrestling. You... I did. Let me finish this movie news. Fine. And then we'll go back to wrestling. I've been bad. I'm sorry. Okay. That, uh, of course, this week was also a stuntman. How did this guy? It was a special effects artist, I think. No, it was, uh, I believe it was. supervisor, wasn't it? No, 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 it was somebody filming. It was somebody in charge of filming a a stunt or an effect. There was a car. So basically it was a car accident on the set of The Dark Knight. It was like a camera. They were staging a car accident or there was an accident with a car? No, it was an accident with a car. Or an accident with a van, I guess. The van ran into a tree and an effects supervisor was killed. Yeah. So it's been all over the news. During filming or just as They were doing a dry run. They were setting up. They were oh, okay. seeing how it would work. Uh, so it wasn't someone, I guess, directly involved with the, with the production, someone they were hiring to test and see. And, and uh, it's been all over the news, you know, that there was a death on the Batman set. and Which is interesting only because how many times have we heard about movie set deaths recently? I can't remember what the body count for the James Bond series is, but it's in the double digit. It's ten. It happens. Uh, stunt stuff is dangerous, dangerous. and mean, people occasionally don't hurt. Live. And the safety record is higher than at least the silent film era. That is true. <laughs> so yeah, those nitrate films blew up all the time. Oh yeah, it was great. <laughs> That's true too. Well, regardless, we don't make light of the person's passing. No. We just want to get the story correct that. It wasn't actually somebody from the. What's the correct story? It wasn't actually well, somebody from the crew. There was someone that yeah, somebody it was, hired out. They were hired out, and mm-hmm. uh, so. So technically, death did happen on the Batman, Batman set. Technically, but if you just yeah, okay. then it's not. It, and it does seem like it was legitimately a freak accident. You know, the car went out of control. You can't blame mm-hmm. that. You know, it's not like the crow, a situation where someone really should have been paying more careful attention. <laughs> was an idiot. That was the Chinese mafia, though. Oh, that was a curse. That was a rumor. <laughs> Let's Which move is more on. interesting than the truth. Seth, Seth Rogen. Oh, absolutely. Seth Rogen should watch out on Green Hornet, I'm telling you. Um, so uh, let's get now to wrestling for Chris Garcia because he's here. That's right, grappling His beard fans. has been stroked a couple of times. Speaking of grappling, yes, yes go ahead. Um, so we're, we're entering into an interesting time. Is it? Uh, is TNA it really is doing their two hours shows now. That's the. What does TNA yet? stand for? Remind. Total, non stop. Okay, because it's making me go back over these things. I'm going to assume maybe there are people that don't watch wrestling that are yes. listening to this Has podcast. Has that begun yet? Uh, I think it actually starts t- either tonight or tomorrow. On what channel? Spike? Uh, Spike TV. And Didn't Spike once carry the WWE? Uh, Spike carried the WWE for five years. Not Spike, though. Weren't they TNN? Well, before they were TNN, and then they made the transition to Spike using uh, Raw as their sort of transition mm-hmm. thing. 
Um, highly complex. I can't get into it. Um, but what's you interesting could. is that we're at a time now where the drug stories, of course, are still going on uh, in light of all the uh, signature pharmacy stuff and the suspension people are coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. We're seeing Edge and all of the wonderful characters. But more importantly is one of the people who is also returning who was not involved with that at all and might be the savior. And I'm talking about Chris Jericho. Y2J? Uh, There has been a, uh, they're running a series of little promos. I knew something about wrestling once. Yes. They're running a series of promos uh, right now, which have. Seven years ago. Yeah. Which are very similar. Well, sure. (laughs) Which are very similar to the ones they did when uh, Y2J debuted. And it says October 7th, which I believe is the pay-per-view, next pay-per-view coming up. And on Chris Jericho's MySpace, it says, I'm coming back. So, odds are. Where's he been? Uh, he has been on VH1. Uh, that's pretty much it. He's writing a book. Uh, he's written a book, actually. It's getting released in early October. So, you know, he wants to get back on the scene. And, you know, probably the money's good, too. Uh, well, they're desperate for someone that people like, right? Yeah, they're desperate for someone people like who can actually wrestle and who has no severe drug problems. Or severe head injuries at this point. I mean, isn't there some concern coming, about, coming down about that? About concussions. And that's the next step. Chris Nowinski, uh, hey, Chris, what's up? Uh, left the WWE, sort of. He's still technically on payroll. But uh, to found this uh, concussion awareness group. And they've been doing amazing work for not only wrestlers, but for the NFL. And it's incredible. Well, it's been a long time. Probably, I've even yeah. heard now that that's going over to uh, the current OJ troubles that the theory is you know did oj take a severe blows to the head that have made Mm -hmm. him um irrational and uh just incapable of making logical decisions i would love to (laughs) thank you mr simpson please back away from the table (laughs) i don't like being this close to you i would love to (laughs) yes by the way if you really want a nice little thrill go back and watch the uh the opening section of the first naked gun movie which is some of the best comedic physical comedy outside of Harold Lloyd you will ever see from O.J. Simpson. And it's, it's hard to laugh, but you got to. And when he backs into the paint, it's brilliant. But other wrestling news? Uh, <laughs> that little bit of wrongness brought to you, but I understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. We can't not enjoy the naked gun just because one of the guys turned into a psycho killer. It's just... That's right. And there's Leslie Nielsen, also. we will get you one day. <laughs> <laughs> the Leslie Nielsen trial really has a less of a ring to it, really. <laughs> but uh, no, it's, the Leslie Nielsen ratings are up, up, up. Okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, please! I'm just tapping in the lawn. You said it was impersonation night. Come on. Okay, what? go. Okay, so what? other thing, uh, wrestling editing challenge. Um, Don't edit it. Okay. Uh, Nick Hogan, of course, uh, oh, yeah, had to pay a fine for now. his speeding. Uh, his friend is still. I think he's still on life support or something like that, but he's he's improving. Okay. Uh, and we saw some great mixed martial arts action, uh, particularly the match between Forrest Griffin and Maurizio Shogun Hua, uh, which was the fight of the year, and Forrest Griffin won, and God bless him. Isn't uh, that uh, Shogun Hua? Hua! <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh so, you know, it's, it's a good time to be a fighting fan. Unless... I can hear you rolling your eyes, Rick Brett Schneider. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, good stuff going on right now in the wrestling and the, the fighting worlds. And, of course, this weekend, 
I just want to. There's got to be some way to identify the stuff that's happening outside of the show versus the stuff that's happening in the show. Because like, it's difficult. It is. It really is. And you know what though? The interesting stuff is happening outside, outside of the, the show. show. And you're talking about wrestling. I was afraid you were talking about this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, this weekend there's a mixed martial arts show uh, at the Playboy Mansion. Uh, Where do we get tickets? They're $1,000 a piece. I still have not been able to catch us an invitation. That can, is when you know Fanboy Planet is a We'll podcast live from and that. I tried. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I tried. Before get, we pass out. <laughs> I tried to get a in press invite. Couldn't get a press invite. Uh, asked about how much for buying tickets was. Was told it was 1000 bucks, And I said, do I need to pay rent? I mean, really? Honestly? <laughs> you got to think about it. No, yeah. I understand. Mr. Hefner, always been a big fan. Love to have you on the podcast. <laughs> we'll bring the mics to you. Okay? <laughs> or Kevin Burns, because that's an in I've got. We can say, if Kevin Burns is listening to this, come on, man. I'd rather go so right to him. I know. Or Seth Green, because he'll be there. What? Uh, Hef would understand. <laughs> or, or, or Jimmy Kahn. Jimmy Kahn, because he's okay. been there Anybody. since 1974. <laughs> but, uh, Hamill. Come on, Hamill. He hangs out there. Who? Mark Hamill. All right, now you guys are just sounding desperate. I know. We are, but I'm we talking are. to people that I that might actually answer me. Mark, Mark. Hamill. What did he ever do? <sighs> Little thing called Corvette Summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, oh. the big red one. Was he the comic book, the movie guy? <laughs> yes. He's an episode of uh, Twilight Zone. Oh, 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 that, that no, was that's an amazing too. story. Amazing stories. Never give away anything you love. Yes. Amazing stories, which wasn't even written for him. It was supposed to be Timothy Hutton. Really? And Hutton canceled out. Screw so. Timothy Hutton. You heard me, Hutton. Hutton, well, can you get well, us into the half <laughs> well, well, you know what? My broker is Timothy Hutton, and he says... <laughs> I have nothing... <laughs> I have nothing to suggest. So this is why you live in a crappy one-room apartment. <laughs> It, don't, you, don't you live over a meat lawn? I'm investing all your money in beer. <laughs> Got it. And a pastrami sandwich, because your man can't live by beer alone. Thanks, Timothy Hutton. <laughs> hey, he's ordinary people. Okay, so oh. go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm re- I'm warming up for the convention. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So yeah, word. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, so... This anticlimactic wrestling moment brought to you by Chris Garcia in Falls Cath Anywhere. Yeah. Mondays and Thursdays, sometimes Fridays, depending on how busy my week's been, on Uh, FanboyPlanet.com. What's up next, Derek? TV. TV. Did you all watch Heroes this week? I love TV. Did you watch Heroes? Did you love Heroes? Oh, I loved Heroes. Let's spoil it. Did you did you love the throwaway reference to essentially the legacy virus? Yes. <laughs> the heroes are just going to go. Hmm, what X Men plot line exactly. have we not ripped exactly. off yet? <laughs> essentially, kind of done. Now, days of Future Past. Now, was that just something Mahindra invented so that he'd get the attention of the company, or is that actually an active? Uh, actually, that's a good thing. I I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I just kind of thought the way he lectured and threw it away that it was like. Okay, it's odd because no one else seems to be aware of that. Right. We haven't seen any cases of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that it, it, it did strike me as really awful bad that they would go to the legacy virus. They, 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 they've already been accused of pimping too much stuff out of the X-Men for the show. And then to, to have a... Well, have, they've got the South American Aurora and North, North Star coming up. Yeah, exactly. That, I, people at work weren't getting it, obviously. It's when they're separated. That's when her so, powers uh, are out of control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But my wife said I she hopes never to run into her, you know, alone. So. And, but but when you uh, we're going to be really scattered in this, aren't we? Because the show was rather scattered. I enjoyed when, it, but it when was they scattered. Came back to, when they came back to the truck and all the guys are dead, and you see all the black fluid seeping out, did anyone else go, it's the black oil from X-Files? I should have. I'm sorry. I'm letting you down as a yeah, geek. Okay. I never watched it. That, that was all over the LJ world this week. Was it? Yeah. What, what's the LJ world? Live, live journal. journal. Oh, I'm sorry. Live journal. I registered for one. I have one. I know. Johnny Eponymous. I know. LiveJournal.com. Peter Eponymous. Did you get that thing I sent you, Barry? That thing. <laughs> that thing. All right. <laughs> so it was scattered. And I realized, you know, uh, that... I had one problem with it. Oh, did you? Just one? Um, did you watch it? How come on shows, and and what's funny is, is <laughs> I remember I did this... Okay, first of all, when we first talked Heroes, mm-hmm. do you remember my complaint about it? No. I told... I was It was a huge ripoff of Lost. You okay, I think I vaguely ago. recall you saying that now that you okay. said that. Well, now I think it's kind of funny because uh, just a minute ago, in fact, this this bear, this this quote is, uh, or uh, basically, what gets me is the fact that in shows now to show that time has gone on for a long time, they make the character have a big bushy beard. Oh yeah. And what's funny is the season finale of Lost. Uh huh. I don't know if you guys saw it. No, I haven't. I'll try not to ruin it, but. Basically, to show that time has elapsed, Jack has a big bushy beard. Right. And uh, so I think it's funny that here at the beginning of Heroes, it's four months later, and Nathan, Nathan Petrelli has, has a big old beard. Now, that's a hell of a beard to grow for in four, four months. For four months, yeah. I was looking at that. Somebody, I've been at this podcast he, for eight years, and look what I've got. <laughs> oh, great. So that was my one weird thing. I was like, what, you can't shit? You're so depressed, you Rip can't Van Fleegel over there. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, no, but, but do you forget that he you know, has been drunk for four months and he can fly, therefore stimulating beard growth. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, right. Thanks Mr. Wizard. <laughs> but and we're just a little grow. baking soda. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's kind of interesting and in that you didn't even get in all the characters. No, no. Yeah, but they did open a brand new, like, basically they just told you in that one episode, which I liked, was that here's what this whole season's going to be about. We've got this mystery killer. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. got, you know, they basically opened all the plot lines to start, and they probably got yeah. more to open next week. So yeah. we're, you're going to have a long, interesting season of heroes yeah. this year, and I think it's going to be all right. They're, well, not, they're not obviously unified either, because uh, Hero is back in mm-hmm. uh, feudal Japan, and that was a great scene when the mask comes off and it's a Brit. Yes. And anybody else thinking that Hero is going to become his own yeah, hero? I'm, I'm, I was thinking I'm, the same thing. Really? Yeah. Uh, is that obvious? <laughs> well, no, I had an argument with somebody at work that was saying, "No, no, no, that's not going to happen." And I was like, "Yeah, it's yeah, happen. it's totally." But you know, I mean, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's obvious to any of us sitting at the table. But then we do have to remember that we do read a lot of comics. We've yeah. seen a lot of things like and that's that. That's like that's like comic like one hundred and one. Yeah, it's like. But you if know. but a lot of the people watching Heroes really aren't comic book readers. That's right. what's been so great about that series is getting people. So we get to feel superior, and they get all the joy that we got. When or we, were kids. we feel like the show sucks because it's ripping off storylines we've seen a million times but the average public goes oh that's awesome i never seen that how is that different from any other day in our lives i'm just saying or or we don't sucks to be us yeah okay uh how about smallville any excitement we've got supergirl making her debut no it's tomorrow it's not you know so we've got supergirl making her appearance bizarro i just uh bizarro yeah i just caught up i just thought i was playing supergirl yes what (laughs) me am 16 uh (laughs) 
<laughs> Me, I'm 6'1". <laughs> yes. Bizarro, bizarro. Me, I'm 6'1". Oh, no. Bad Bizarro. Bad Bizarro Supergirl. Uh, yeah, I watched. We I finally caught up like the last three episodes of, of the last season. Watched them Sunday night. So I don't have to wait too long. And, uh, yeah, in the last minute of the season cliffhanger, uh, he turned into a Bizarro Superman, or a Bizarro Clark showed up. Oh. One of the, the last of the phantoms in the Phantom Zone possessed him, uses genetic material to create a duplicate. And I love how something that made perfect sense in the 50s when, like, you know, the white chalky thing walked out and go, and it goes, oh, my God, that thing's bizarre. Me, I'm bizarro now you have to really struggle to make that somehow make sense and you know so they're fighting white and chalky we at at the very end he turns it's silvery chalky but it's you know but it's still got that total um you know break broken stone kind of kind of look but it just like but he was normal for a while he just was dressed in black because you know evil they skipped the goatee but uh you know he says he says what are you and he he goes i'm like you only more bizarre. I'm like, oh, come on. Who's going to just pull bizarre out as their adjective because I'm dressed in black? I mean, it might be extremo. Want to touch my monkey? <laughs> Gotho. Gotho. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, Ultimato. Or <laughs> so I was kind of hoping they would go with the uh, bizarro continuity from C-Lab 2021 with uh, one of the greatest. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, grateful. Yeah. I've seen that. I'm... Bizarro. 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 <laughs> So yeah, he flies off, and that's and duplicating essentially what was I think the um, was the season cliffhanger or or the first episode of the season shot where it was just the phantom coming towards you. Then it became it was Clark, and then he went, and so you had like just you know a second of registering that he looks like Bizarro, and then that's where we're going to begin in, the, in, the, in the next season. Yeah, with Martian Manhunter as well, revealed to have been uh, a policeman in the employ of Jor-El, who eats Oreos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and a, a the Phantom ripped out a piece of the Martian Manhunter's gut, and and my wife looked turned to me when he shows up in a later scene and said, "How did he survive that?" And I said, "He's a shapeshifter. He probably rearranged his internal organs." She looked at me for a second and said, "You know, you could have just said that was cool, and I've been okay with it." <laughs> well played. Dang it. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of well played, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm doing bad segues. Tell us, yeah, terrible segues. The last thing we've got tonight is a Silicon 2007 preview. Fanboy Planet will do a podcast. We will have a table. We'll be appearing at Silicon. Break it down. Where is it? It's at the. We. I think at the beginning we broke this down. We'll do it again. Double Tree. Inn. Double Tree Hotel Airport, San Jose on Airport Drive. Okay. It's not at the airport at San Jose. No, but it's, it's nearby. On airport Air, Drive. It's on Airport Drive, October 5th. October 6th and October 7th. What time does it start on the 5th? Uh, on the 5th, I think most of the stuff will be up and running by 3, but okay. some of the things will be open around noon. Okay. But, you know, 3 is a good time to come by. Yeah, and we're going to be appearing at the uh, podcast. Uh, casters and bloggers get to know, get to know, get together mm-hmm. on Friday evening. I think it's 5 to 7. 5 to 7, yes, indeed. Okay. So we'll be around there, uh, and then we'll, ha- so we'll have a table. We'll figure out how we're going to man that. We'll podcast. I'll be doing a panel. Chris will be doing some panels. Um, and I'll be putting up panels. I'm, I'm hoping um, that you guys will just crash the panels because Kevin sure. knows that it, it kind of drives the energy when they just stare at you. We'll be three more people in the audience. Exactly. To bring a total of six. But, uh, no, I'll bring you out. You know, say, <laughs> Rick Brent Snyder, yeah. what are you doing here? What? That's crazy. You can ask interesting you questions. You guys. Yeah, totally confused. Yeah. Well, there's a great there's a great bunch of folks going to be there. Uh, HorrorYearbook.com is doing a little film festival. 
on Friday night. It's oh, horror yearbook. Horror. I thought you said hoary yearbook. I, I heard hoary too. Okay, so it wasn't just me. Horroryearbook.com. Isn't that your site? Hoary Horry yearbook? Isn't that you? Yeah, technically. We're going to also have Jim Mafood going to be there. Love saying that name. Uh, I hope that's correct. That is correct. I actually have heard it pronounced. Jim Mafood. Okay. Um, also, Dame Darcy, whose stuff I love. Uh, is that Mr. Lobo's girlfriend? No, no, no. That's um, the Queen of Trash. Oh, okay. Yes. I don't know if Lobo's going to be there. I didn't check. I thought I saw that Lobo was going to be there, but Probably. I could be wrong. I could Usually be wrong. is. Okay. And good stuff. And, you know, one of my zines, Science Fiction San Francisco, having a big party on Friday night. Okay. Come on by. We'll ply you with drink. Well, if we're going to be plied, <laughs> yes, so we're it should be a good plowed. And the Double Tree is a great place for a con. I mean, just the layout's perfect. It's They've certainly some... better than that strange labyrinth that we've been at WesterCon and BigCon. <laughs> that shall not be named. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who else is there besides Jim Foot? There's a couple others. Jim Foot, Mark Bodie, uh, Underground Comics guy, uh, Phil Yeah. Oh, okay, Phil Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was someone. Else. There was one other name, uh, Alexandra something or other. Um, oh, I can't remember. Not Alexander Steele. But Matt Nastas, who um, I pa- we paneled with, uh, uh, with at Baycon a couple of years ago, who has worked for Marvel in the 90s and oh. does an independent comic whose name escapes him. But he's also a local filmmaker. He made Bite Me Fanboy, which is no affiliation, but was a, a you know kind of funny little film. And uh, so... I'm trying to remember. There's the one other comic name that I can't remember who it is. Alan Moore. I think Alan Moore is going to be appearing. No, I... Don't think that's it. Okay, well, but it will, will be there, and your beard rivals his. Now that I've seen in search of Steve Ditko, yeah, dude, you're <laughs> you're closing in on Alan Moore's beard. Oh, it'll happen. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll look forward to that. October fifth, sixth, and seventh at the DoubleTree Hotel in San Jose. We'll be there. We I'll hope be you'll there. be there as well. If you have any comments in the meantime, uh, you want to tell us, uh, you know, you, that you'll be there. Uh, write to us at editor at fanboyplanet.com. Uh, we'll be the Doubletree. Otherwise, you can find us at Elusive Comics and Games at 2725 El Camino Real Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. Call the store on Wednesday and find where we're going to record. It's yeah. a crapshoot. <laughs> We'd like to know. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, I'm Derek McCall, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Chris Garcia, your wrestling guy. Lon Lopez, your humble servant. Mm. Rick Brett Snyder, third guy in a row. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. All right. And we just want to remind you to remember use your powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. Uh, Derek, let me hear you again. One head to Dark Seas, Walking Geese, four limb requests, just five copying and porpoises, experience on the versus speech, seven thousand words, full battle array. I didn't get a full breath. No, you didn't. Eight brass <laughs> monkeys, the ancient sacred crypts of Egypt. Yes, nine sympathetic, apathetic, diabetic old men and rollers, gets a defined propensity to procrastination and sloth. Ten lyrical, spherical, diabolical denizens of the deep who house not around the quo, key, and quiv all at the same time. Dude. Dude. One. My turn. Two. What am I hearing in the background? Am I hearing something? It's Anna's press.
Nah. I'm hearing like a buzz. Yeah, yeah that's, that's sounds the, rough. Uh, uh, AC problem. Yeah, maybe. Might be the earth. That's the hornet's nest in Chris's okay, pants. Okay, now let's... Of the gears. Chris, let's hear Hello. you. Hello, testing one, two, three, four. Keep going. Wired. Hello, Chris Garcia here. Time for Sounds of the 70s. Today we're going to play a little thing by our good friends in the Starland Vocal Band. Okay, I don't know when the Creature Shop made a Chris Garcia <laughs> Muppet, but it's, it's amazing. I was, just, I was just thinking, like, how much how about, shampoo do you use? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> how about just Chris for a second more? Hello, 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 hello. I'm hardly coming through on the phones, but yeah. there we go. Well, you've right, got the volume control to remember. Oh, right. Hey, volume control. Yeah, That's I'm fine. Why I tell there you these things? Okay, keep talking. Okay, and uh, the other day okay, I good. was... There good. we are. Perfect. You're good. Lon? I'm going to do a vocal warm-up like Derek did. Okay, you're dead. Uh, yeah, I don't. Tap your mic. Tap your mic. Okay, I'm so hearing you. I hear him. Where are you dead? Is you it are, oh, you know what? From the waist down. <laughs> you're turned around the wrong way. I didn't put this mic in. That's, That's why. Right, so. Okay, let's hear you again. Check, check, check. Okay, move the mic forward so you don't have to lean so forward because that's not going to be natural for you. I meant the stand. Pull the stand oh, up yeah. to the well, edge. Well, I was. I wanted it up too. So. I know. Hello, hello. Okay. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Okay. Jumbo, jumbo. Oh, damn it! You're usually on two. So, okay, again. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Mama say, Mama sa, Mama kusa. Mama. Okay, Chris, I want to hear you again. Hello, welcome. Okay, I didn't mess you up. And Perfect. here I am. I am here. I am around. Here. I did that last time. You go, and I'm queer, and <laughs> you don't want any it. more bears. I believe it's good. Since that, what bears? <laughs> no. And I'm on the right side. On the right side of your ears. If you got your headphones on right. Am I, I your, do. Am I on your right? You are. I'm on the right. I'm you're not used right. to being on the right. But you're literally on my left. Yes. Oh, that's going to be confusing. And is Chris on your left? Yes. Okay. Men talk oh, to my kid. <laughs> I'm on hello. your right. Stick hello. with the kid. No, 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 no. I'm coming in your right ear. Yeah. And Chris is coming in on your, your left ear. Ew, that's just gross. Chris Wee-oo. is kind of mixed to the left in the middle, though. God made us Although funky. I don't, I don't have a lot of Do volume on this funky. Though. <laughs> that's because you get a little oh, louder yeah. when you're not being mellow. Oh, okay. All right. I will adjust things if I do not hear you. Word. Word. Okay, so what are we talking about this week? Uh, well, I think let me make sure that it's okay with you to talk about the Green Arrow Black Canary Wedding. Did you get a chance to read it? Hell no. Don't don't let me stop you. No, it's fine. It's not like, is there going to be, are there great, huge, hung, hunkin' spoiler oh, things? There's a giant spoiler at the end, yeah. I haven't even read it. I just... Black Canary is a man. I don't care. I don't care. Go ahead. All right. It's two weeks. Uh, so we're going to talk about that Lon had a legitimate gripe about feeling that uh, World War Hopeless was not delivering it now, that it seems very sprawled out, which we had to somebody write in, Rob Cordaway. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. The, I've got news on the on One More Day, apparently in the Comics Buyer's don't, Guide. Don't spoil it. No, I'm just saying. Apparently in the Comics Buyer's Guide, the description has actually been available. So if you subscribe to the Comics Buyer's Guide, you would already know what's going to happen in one more day. So we're going to spoil it? He's going to tell us online. Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. I say go for it. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, He's looking at me like, 
gonna ruin him. I'm gonna spoil him. I know. I don't wanna I don't wanna upset Dude, you, I got right? Halo three this week. I am <laughs> Okay. <laughs> then screw it. Uh wrestling. You can't take my buzz. We're gonna Okay, fine, fine. We're gonna talk uh, about wrestling with uh, Mr. Chris Garcia. When's he getting here? I don't know. We're also gonna be talking hair care products yes. with Chris Garcia. Yes, he sure. sent he sent ahead a stuffed Jerry Garcia doll to sit, take his place. Don't hate me because I'm curly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! It's only hey, a curly fry flashback. The live action Captain Caveman is gonna happen eventually. <laughs> and we are ready. Fanboy Planet Studios presents <laughs> Captain Caveman. Oh, does that make Lon a teen angel? Uh, so, oh, sweet Christ. <laughs> oh, just out of curiosity, you edited out my horse porn comment, yes, right? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Just to... <laughs> you were counting on me doing no, that? No, no, no. I was just listening. I'm all, there was I thought a, I said something There else. was a horse but porn I, yeah, comment. Was, but, I, but I did it smoothly. No, no, I didn't even notice. That's why I was all, didn't I? And then I was all thinking. Didn't I'm all, I say something about no, horse porn? No, I said porn. horse porn. And then I'm yeah. all, oh, that's why. And all you heard was cuckoo. <laughs> no, it was smooth. I found the right, just the right spot. Uh, magpie. Good point. Mm. Why is Lon in the bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How long do we wait before we check and see if Lon's dead? <laughs> um, clerks, it was an hour and a half. <laughs> so... <laughs> Lawn! Oh my god. Did he say anything no. back? We're gonna find him. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna feel so bad about all the things I've been saying about him. All those emails. Oh, there he is. Lawn. <laughs> oh, thank god. You owe me five bucks. <laughs> I don't know. We thought we were gonna find your. Corpse just there in the bathroom. No, I just give it a few minutes. So. You could go an Elvis thing. <laughs> you look paler than when you uh, want. <laughs> a little better. <laughs> Holy, Holy cr- no! <laughs> I had lamb for dinner. <laughs> had lamb vindaloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now it's in the loop. <laughs> yes. Two shakes of a lamb's tail. Juan Lopez. What? Yeah. Are you all ready, voice? Sure. All right. Talent ready? Yes. Chris? I'm ready. You told me you didn't want me to move away from the microphone during this podcast, and then you show me that. What was that? It was a picture of Jesse Beal. And I almost lost consciousness. Yeah. So you got an issue with her as Wonder Woman now, Rick? Do you? She hasn't got the right color hair. (laughs) Don't darken it. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'll point out Jessica Alba in the Fantastic Four. <laughs> let, look, let's not talk about that one. That's just re- no. Don't let her distract you with her shiny objects. Sorry. That's what she likes to do. Because then she, you know. Yeah, anyway, so right magpie, now the magpie. web. She is. She's a magpie. The website is really just. Isn't it just the bloody smiley? Say face? hi, Anna, so people know that you're talking about you. Hey, baby, I've got a new iPhone. It's my favorite toy. Get it away from the mic. It's putting out RF that like all those nasty singular devices do. I'm sorry. Yeah, they all make that noise. Did you know that there's a software program that someone hacked that um, makes an iPhone into an eye vibrator? Why would you want to vibrate your eyes? (laughs) And we're back. Okay, so... I mean, yeah, go ahead. You can do what you want, but you're, you're going to get edited out. Uh, <laughs> so. 
Um, Would you stop stroking his beard? Uh, 